So we're in uh, part four, chapter eight, paragraph five. Hey, yeah. Omnum inyan yom hakipurim hu. So now we're going to discuss yom hakipurim. Shehinei heichin haadon boruchu liyisrael yom echad. Hashem prepared for us a single day. Shabbat yehachuva kala lehis kabel. It uh, repentance is accepted easily. Vavonus karovim limochol and transgressions are uh, close to being erased. Vehainu. Okay, so there's going to be a few parts over here. Number one, letaken kol hakilkulum shenasu al yedeim. So we have to understand something: is when a person does an avera. So we tend to relate to it as, okay, you know, uh, does Hashem hold this against me or not? Right? But as we discussed a number of times, um, like the Mishnah Berakiyava says, da. You should know that all your actions are written in a book, right? So, which book, Yosef, are all of our actions written in? Where is this book? How big is it? What color? What color is it? Benin. So, if your actions are Benin, it'll be the Benin. There's three of them, right? That's true. I forget. I forget. Book of something. But but my point is that it's just a title. But 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 the book itself. You give me titles. I'm asking, oh, okay. what is this book? What 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 kind of a book is it? Action so so the morale explains the book is the fabric of the world itself. The world. That's right. I thought it was there. It's action. like you make an imprint. Make an imprint. You do an action, right? Ripple. You do an action. Yeah. And through that action, you alter the 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 the, the fabric of the world. So imagine. If I had um, uh, a, a book where it was the pages were kind of out of a fairly soft material, and, every, and I go and I press with my fingernail into right. it this way and that way and that way, and throughout my life I go and I mark. So by the end of it, the the uh, the, the, the mark, meaning the the very actions that we do, they are being imprinted into reality to where Hashem afterwards just opens up reality and says, here, here's what you did with the world. Now, obviously, that goes that goes for good and for bad, right? So, currently we're discussing tshuva, so we're addressing the fact that when a person does something negative, right? So, it, it actually alters the reality of the world. So the first thing that the Ramchal tells us over here is what happens on Yom Kippur through the process of tshuva is to fix up the breakages that the person caused to happen in the world. Right. So it's not that just my actions are kind of Hashem is aware of them, He keeps track of them, and he, Hashem is displeased with them, right? Like Chazal tells us that even our own bodies 
will testify against us. Because as a person does an Avera, right, his own body is altered as well. Right? The face of a, the face of a Russia doesn't look the same as the face of a tzaddik. Right, he's going to testify. Right, say, look, look at what he did to me. See this? When you bring up, if you have the right eyesight, you look at the body or the face of a person who didn't have vigor, you can see it right there. You can see that imprint, you know, that, that scar, right? What's that famous, what's that famous um, secular book um, about the, the guy with the painting? Oh, the picture of Dorian Gray. What? The picture of Dorian Gray yeah. by Oscar Wilde. That's right. Right, and the painting ages and gets decrepit. And right. Because he leads a terrible life. From all of his negative things, right? So every time he does a negative thing, his, right. the portrait of him that he has hanging up in his right. attic, mm-hmm. right, becomes more deformed and hideous and scars and all sorts right, of things, right. right? Okay, so that's... So that's a, that's that's a d- very deep idea. That's actually happening, right? Okay. So uh, that's one. Number two, ula hasir kol hachoshich shenizgaber al yedeim. Now this is a, this is notice. Narumchal is about to walk through three different. They almost sound kind of like synonyms. One is the kilkulum. A kilkul is a breakage. Two now is a darkness. A darkness is not doesn't sound as bad as a breakage, right? Or a perversion, right? And three, I'll I'll give you all three. And afterwards, we'll discuss them. Ula hashiv hashavim el madregas hakedusha, and to return the. The, th- the things that need to be put back to the level of holiness, the kurva elavis borashmo, and uh, closeness to him. So seemingly right now these things have been distanced, these things, uh, things have been misplaced, Shabbat, which is the least... When he says Shabbat, you talk about people who are making tshuva? No. No, we're talking, about, like we're talking about through our tshuva. What? Cast away, away from them? Well, things, certain things, some things, we'll talk about exactly what that have been displaced, displaced. right? And uh, we're going to... Tshuva, on Yom Kippur, especially, is um, replacing them back in in their proper spot, Mm -hmm. right? So we have three expressions over here. Uh, Breakages or perversions, a darkening, or just a a dislocation. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Um... So, seemingly, the Ramchal over here is showing us that the... Sorry, I missed the, the break is, break is, uh, those three. Yeah, where was that? The Hainu, Latakim. I'm reading to you the Hebrew. The Hainu, Latakim, Kol HaKilkulim. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah? Okay, so, so what are these three layers he's showing us where... The, the negative effects of our actions um, first are described as being pretty severe, as being breakages, right, or perversions. Then mildly less severe of just darkenings. And then finally just a, uh, a lack of holiness, a lack of connection, right? So these seemingly are progressions from the world of 
Asiya, after the world of Yitzira, finally in the world of Bria. means just like a man spans all three of these worlds, our body is in the world of... Which world is our body located in? Physical. Right, so which one of those three is it? Bria, Yitzira, or Asiya? I was going to say Bria, but I feel like it's Yitzira. It's a good thing you didn't guess. What? Asiya. Right. Asiya means action. The world of action. Right? Action. Action. That's that's our body. Right. Is the highest one. Right. So then, so then, then our ruach, our spirit, is in the world of Yitzira, and then the shama is in the world of Bria. Right. So too, when a person does an avera, that is hap on some level coming from the entirety of the person and therefore it impacts all three of these worlds but obviously it impacts the three worlds differently because of the various different levels of holiness so the lowest world down here actually gets broken gets breakages gets kilkulum for example you know, we could imagine somebody does something bad in this world right and then someone else becomes a uh, you know, I don't know, a murderer or uh, a kilkul is a perversion. Some, something, something can become actually evil. It can become bad, right? Uh, there's, there's ra here, right? There's, uh, doing bad things, right? Now, the world of Yitzira is the world that is primarily populated by angels. It's a spiritual world, right? So you're not going to have ra up there, but you can have a darkening. Things can go dark over there, right? So it's dark is bad. It's not as bad as a perversion, as a breakage, where something can become evil, right? Here it just goes dark instead of light. And then the highest level of Bria is the world of disembodied powers, Kochos Hanubdalim, right? So there, like we said before, the, the, we discussed this pretty extensively when we spoke about Tfila prayer, right? That you... Uh, when we're standing up, preparing for prayer, right? So one of the things we do is to align and reconnect all the spiritual connections. We, we gave an analogy of you know setting up, uh, aligning all the pipes and getting 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 everything. You know, like um, it's called when you make the pipes that they're joints, the joints that that they're not leaking, right? Making everything fit together and. Right, so that's this last part. That's the third one, right? To restore everything to its level of holiness. Mm-hmm. That's that's what is lacking in the world of Bria when a person did an avera. Does that make sense? Again, the person does an avera. Right now, a person exists on all three levels. Right, our body, our spirit, our soul. So a person does an Avera, it impacts all three levels of the world, but differently, right? The lowest level is perverted. It means it's made, ba- it's made into bad. The middle level is darkened instead of being bright. And the highest level lacks the Kedusha that it can have. It lacks the holiness. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So that, does that mean then the, 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 the Neshama then being in the world of Bria is not going to experience a kilkul. That's right. It's very high. It's too high. It's not going to. It's not going to be subject to kilkul. Right. Okay. It just has a diminished state of holiness. Okay. 
the damage that, occur, that occurs that's related to the blocking of the of this spiritual channels now, like a dark, there has to be a... On a all three effect. levels. There's a, there's a disconnect from some of those spiritual channels way up there. Right. There's also a darkening of uh, divine revelation on the middle realm. Right. So and the, there is a perversion of this world down here where, you know, I mean, like, an extreme example would be in the Dora Mabel where even the animals became... Uh, became, you know, sexually perverted as a result of man's um, gender confusion and, you know, whatever else you want to talk about. I mean, it says says that the decree was actually Nixer on the Dor Hamabul when when they started giving, uh, 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 a Zachar started giving a Ksuva to a Zachar when a man began giving a marital document to other men. When men, I mean, it's one thing men just indulging in men. No, did what? we read that? I think we read that. Did we read that? I thought we read about not knowing. What we read about was with the, with the Gerari was about um, people didn't know the laws of, of uh, Kasubas. People didn't know if they were married or not. But I don't think it was been between uh, Zakhar but yeah that's that's what the, so that the midrash explains that once you already legitimize once you already legalize that type of behavior then already then 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 it was already so just stuff anyway so that that's that's kill cool yeah that's what I was trying to clarify that there's actual physical damage that we're Perversions, actual physical, physical perversions that we're causing. Yeah. So it's not just directly related from the top down to here. All it's three worlds are being damaged. Right, right but how, what is causing that here? Because again, the person exists on all three levels. No, I understand. And the entire what, person is doing an avera. So what spiritual or physical thing is causing that damage here then? If it's not just strictly coming from well, the top like, down here, like a ripple effect. I mean, it's like a very. Uh, you're asking, what is right. the mechani- you're asking what is the mechanism of an Avera? You know, how does... Right, because I always assumed that it was like an absence of Hashem's light or there's some blockage of Hashem coming into this world. Well, on some, on some very abstract level, that may be true. But then, but then the farther you get down, right? So the more exaggerated the deficit becomes, right? So you know, imagine you have a very... Let's say you have a very rich man... Right, you have a just a middle class guy, and you have a poor person, mm-hmm. right? And now the economy turns really bad, right? Everyone is everyone is suffering. Everyone loses uh, a significant portion of their income, right? So the really rich man, he's not able to, you know, whatever it is, fly around in his helicopter anymore. Okay, right? <clears throat> the average guy has to cut back on, you know, how much. Food he can buy, he has to kind of just or what kind of, and then the poor man falls sick and you know, he's, he's, he's decrepit. He's he can't he can't, he can't uh, get enough calories to live on, right? Okay. So the three worlds are like that, right? So the the highest world of Bria, very very holy world. So the the breakages that are done, all they do is there's, there's a lack of kedusha. Right, the middle world is not as holy, but still very 
wonderful, right? So it's just, there's a darkness. Our world down here, which is already anyway so far from Hashem, so when, when so Navera cause actual perversions. Is your question how does one person's Avera cause like like a kilku in the world? That's part of the qu- yeah part of the question. Isn't, yeah. isn't Joe also the, with the analogy that because the rich person can't fly in his helicopter, somehow that's making that the ani then starves? We're not talking about right now. The, 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 I mean, I, well, what, the, what's the mechanism of the of the of the of the, of the progression? Uh, these things have a segula. You know, they 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 they, they impact. You know, the person does the action and impacts uh, on all levels. And so there's a different meaning to a vera gereris vera, right? Because normal, norm, I, I always thought it was like if you, if you do an avera, then it's easier to do the next one. That's right, right? and that's what it means, right? But this is almost like it, it, it has an outward flow. But not right. not not because of averas, but that's that's called masach and iftavim b'sefer. Your actions are written into the into the fabric of of the world. Mm-hmm. They they cause an imprint. I Me, mean, the Nefesh Chaim says that you can imagine a person as being like an inverse marionette. It's mm-hmm. right, so the, uh, the marionette where you get like a little doll with strings pulled up. Right? So it's inverse where it means that there are strings from every one of our limbs tied to the entire world all around us. But inverse, what I mean is that, is that the other way around, that we pull, we pull, we move our limbs, <clears throat> and it causes the whole world to jump around. Right, so that's what I thought Kilkulum was. It's to cause a Kilkul. If you yank your arm in the wrong direction, you call it, you, you tear a hole in the ozone layer. Okay, so it does sound like it's like a yeah, top-down No, layer. no, no. Oh, okay, apologies. Ozone layer made you think upwards. Uh, you you pull the plug out in the in the, in the ocean. <laughs> you cause a, a warm... You cause a... Uh, 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 a drain uh, uh, yeah, tornado to to break out in the in in, in the ocean. Okay. 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 All right. So, anyway, so we just wanted to point out that Ramchal is not just repeating himself three times over here, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, that uh, he's showing us that the repair has to happen on all three levels. But the repair is greater on the lower level that's necessary. So what? So is the repair greater that's need like when our we're in the damaged area, right? We're on that low level. We need more repairing than that person that just needs to turn on the light. Well, again, you have to remember they're all working kind of in tandem, right? Because it's all the same action, damaged oh, all three action. layers, right? Now some actions can be potentially more focused on certain realms, right? Uh, Let's say a virus and thought. Right. Well, you know uh, that th- those are going to impact up higher, right? Uh, an a of an action that was unintentional, unthought, right? The person wasn't thinking anything, and they ended up doing an avera, so that'll be more down here, etc. But, uh, but I mean, you know, they're all important. I, I say they're they're all important to do, and. Um, you know, like kind of what Yosef was talking about also, sometimes if you make a, uh, a repair way up, up high, right? Yeah. So y- th- there might be a lot of ripple effect down here, right? The trickle-down, trickle um, you know, economics. 
right? So by uh, so if if you can manage to connect some of those pipes up there and get some real strong kedusha flowing, it might have some really positive effects. And so on. And, yeah, and that's why there's different people. That's why there's different people have different avoda, right? Some people work, you know, work really intensely on really high up stuff, and other people are. Yeah, putting most of their efforts on fixing the kilkulum down here and you know different 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 stuff. I mean, here we're talking about chuva, but the same is true for causing repairs in the you know making repairs in the world. Um, you know, the world started off with 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 breakages as well. That was other Mauritian's job was to fix some of those breakages that Shem kind of left in the world to be repaired, right? And then, then obviously Adam added uh, breakages on top of breakages and the generations that came afterwards as, as the Ramchal discussed in the second Chalik. And that's where he talked about how a person might uh, be tasked with repairing some of these things the, 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 um, through Yisurim Shal Ahava, right? Uh, where he might be the tzaddik who is, uh, you know, atoning for these ancient breakages that even pre-existed the, the creation, right? Okay, so, really lofty things. But, or you might just be atoning for that one time he spoke Lashon Hara last week, right? Okay, so, all important. So that all happens on Yom Kippur. Vihine, and behold, Biyom ze Meir, or... Shebukoho Nishlam Kol Zehainim. So there is on, th- on this day specifically, there is a very, very powerful light that allows all of this to happen. Vanam Hu Or Shalakabal Osotzarich Sheyishmaru Yisrael Ma Shenistavu Leyamazeh. But if you want to be privy, if you want to be subject to that light, you need to follow the requirements of that day. Namely, the five inuyim, the five afflictions, right? She'al yado mis natkim min hagufanius nituk gadol. Basically, if you want to reach this big light, you have to pull away from the uh, being inter. What's the word? To be trapped, uh, trapped, uh, interwoven, um, wrapped up in in this world, right? And so you need to pull away. So Yom Kippur is a day when we pull away to the greatest, as Nitu Gadol, a tremendous tearing away, which means be besides simply not being engaged in creative activities of work, like we abstain on Shabbos, right? But we also um, abstain from five fundamental involvements in any physicality whatsoever. We spoke in the, back in the, in the first Halik that Adam is challenged, it's a big challenge to us because we're put into this world and we, we are forced to engage with the physical right, and yet we strive to be connected to the spiritual so on this day we pull entirely away from the physical and able to access this tremendous 
closeness that Hashem is offering on this day, which will help us to get the tshuva, the atonement, for different transgressions of the year. Ms. Allen be mixes el bechines hamalachim. To a certain extent, we go up to a level of angels. Sharkol prate hadvorim kefi prate tikkun. He's not going to get into all the details. For example, there's an extra tefila on Yom Kippur that we don't have on regular tefilas. There's the neila. There's other details to discuss about Yom Kippur. Um, just to briefly mention the morale in the end of Drush Shabbos Shuva um, lines up the five inuyim, the five afflictions that we are obligated, that we are commanded to afflict ourselves on Yom Kippur corresponding to the five levels of the human soul. Right, so we have Starting from the bottom up, we have a nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida, five levels, and corresponding to those is the five yinuyim. Some of them are fairly intuitive, others are not. Intuitive ones are yechida, unification, feeling of oneness. Um, that corresponds so, so depriving the soul of that feeling, that part of the soul which seeks to feel one, because that is what it is. It is the part of us that can experience oneness. So the way that we experience oneness in this world is through marital relations. So if we want that that part of our soul to get disconnected from this world and find oneness up there with the Jewish people, with, with Hashem, so then that the inui of um, the affliction of abstaining from marital relations. Chaya, the living, the, 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 the soul that is called the, the living, the life, so that, that you know, the one that where we can feel truly alive, right? So the way that that lofty part of our soul relates to the physical world, is through eating because we feel alive when we eat that's what gives us energy what gives us life so by abstaining from eating then that pulls that part of the soul away from the world um, the the neshama and the nefesh are less intuitive um Say the one that is still intuitive, and the other two we're going to kind of have to work with psukim to understand how they do it. But uh, the ruach uh, corresponds to the feeling of not being tied down, the feeling of um, speed, movement, um, energy. And um, the you know, Nike have helped us to relate to that, right? You wear you wear a pair of Nikes. It's that you feel like you're uh, right. You, you can you can jump off of walls and you know walk on the ceiling and do all sorts of things, right? especially if they're you know Air Jordans, right? Pumps, I don't know, right? So um, you're like it's like walking on air. Right? But if you don't have those, so if you, then you're barefoot, so then uh, 
person feels very uh, that, that part of the soul that, that feel the the, 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 the ruach the, the thing that flies the thing that moves uh, can't connect to this world that's uh, where I'm heavy my feet are heavy I can't really move around uh, uh, everywhere I go I'm stepping on a piece of pebble and hurts and everything so that's that the the neshama and the nefesh um, has to do with with purity, with uh, with cleanliness, so that those are going to be not bathing and not anointing. In, in that order? Um, honestly, I don't remember which one is which. It's uh, pretty complicated. He uses various different verses. Um, I have to look at it again. It's at the very. It's it's towards it's towards the end. <coughs> Let me just check quickly. Okay, so here we go. So the prohibition of of bathing corresponds to the neshama. Um, the neshama has to do with radiance. Imagine the neshama being like it illuminates a person's face. Right? So if you have not bathed, then you don't have that illumination. You come out of the bath, like fresh, shiny, right? Very nice. So that the shama gets some sort of a connection to this world when there's there's some shine to you. Uh, no no bathing, kind of all you know, some of that crusty sleeping in the corners of your eyes, and you know you haven't washed your face. As by the way, why we wash our face in the morning, right? The Lord says you wash your face to to display this uh, this honor that uh, to our Creator that we that we have in the shop. And then the um, anointing, which which is uh, anointing, we don't really anoint. Uh, we don't really use oil nowadays. But but oil was used. Um, what's oil? Oil is a, is a lipid. It's lipids, right? Lipids um, are used to break down um, dirt. Right, it's a type of a soap, basically. In other words, right? That's what they used for soap back then. So, um, so without, without the ability to anoint, so there's a zoom, there's a stink. Um, and. Uh, So it's a, you know, ability to be, ability to reside. You know, the nefesh resides. It resides in the person. Right? So if the, if the place is filthy, if a person is filthy, a person is stinky, then that's, the nefesh doesn't want to reside there. So, okay, those are the five. Anyway, uh, so the point is that if, you want, if you're going to pull away from the physicality of this world... So you need to pull away at all five levels. A person doesn't keep these five halachas for these five induim. So then he's still 
trapped in the physicality of this world and cannot access this very lofty light. Okay. Os Vov. Oh. Um, this is, who is just asking me this question? Someone is literally just asking me. Oh, Yaakov Mayer, right. Yeah, that's right. Moshe Shabbos, Yaakov Mayer, too, was asking me. So they said, why can't we uh, have a public Torah reading every day of the week? So, you know, it's a nice thing, a beautiful mitzvah. So why don't we why don't we just do it every day? Right? So um, so I pointed out to him that um, the public Torah reading is not a it's not simply okay hey guys let's learn some Torah together right we'll get together you know like here at the Teres Ami we encourage everyone to learn at least once a day if not three times right Right, Moti Purim. We had a nice say there, right? Who are you, Moti Purim? Uh, Learning? <laughs> no, Moti Purim, after Purim. Still, still dancing. Yeah. After Marv. After Marv. Oh, okay, see you soon. Okay, no, just teasing. Anyway, so, Terasani, right, we encourage people to learn at least once a day, if not twice or three times a day. Uh, two, three hours a day, that's, that's, that's a good Nice, good, healthy diet of learning, but but that is uh, so, but when we take out the Sefer Torah, the public Torah reading, it is not um, hey, let's squeeze in an extra ten minutes of Torah reading, everybody together. That is not what's happening. It's much more than that. It's really a miniature Matan Torah. It's a miniature revelation of Hashem to the Jewish people, speaking directly to us, um, which is a very different experience. For, I mean, the, the Mishnah Burra even brings down the Midrash, right? That the reason why we have three people up at the Bima, according to three people that are up at the Bima, Alan, well, whoever is called up to, to the Sefer Torah, the person that's called up, then you got the person reading off people's names. That's called the the gabai. Very good, right? The gabai. So you, you got the ola. As the person goes up, the gabai, and the the balkore, the person reading, right? So those three. Yep. Ola goes up. Yeah. So those three says the midrash correspond to the three participants at Matan Torah, at the giving of the Torah, right? Is Hashem would tell, would instruct Moshe. Moshe was, would say the words of Torah, and the Jewish people would listen. So the the Gabai. So I always tell the Gabai, uh, this British, the Gabai has to understand the great position he's in. And the Gabai, the one that calls on people, the one that instructs people to begin, he's representing Hashem. The Balkore represents Moshe Rabbeinu, and the older represents the Jewish people. And that's, that's also why you want someone to get blessed, who you ask to pronounce the Misha Berach, 
Hashem, I guess. No, no. Who pronounced who? who yeah, the Gabai, right? The Gabai pronounced it. Why is it the, exactly? Because the Gabai is currently in the place of Hashem. So he's the one that pronounces the Misha Berak. Okay. Why are the Jewish people asking for Misha Berak at Kabbalah's Torah? Right, right. Bachi says the Torah is called Morashaka Hilos Yaakov. Torah Sivolanu Morashaka Hilos Yaakov. Why is it called a Morashaka Hilos Yaakov? And not a Yerushaka Hilos Yaakov? Yerushaska Hilos Yaakov? The inheritance of the Jewish people says Morasha. Jeff, what's the grammatical construct of Morasha? Well, it's a noun. Right? Morasha is a. It would be Yerusha, it would be an inheritance. It would be an inheritance. What's a Morasha? Mora. Causative, exactly. It's a causative. It causes the inheritance. Causes a person to inherit all the blessings in the world. Everything else. The Torah is the vehicle that brings blessing in. So when you after you after you just read the Torah, so it's a good time to to to, to say Misha Baruch. The giving of the blessing. That's right. Okay, so um, that's why it takes a kahal, that's why there has to be 10 people present representing the Jewish people, right, receiving the Torah. That's, a lot of the things that you know, correspond to, to what the, the, we do with Kriya Torah, there's a lot of Ramazan with hints. That's why many people have the minhag to stand during Kriya Torah. Because it was a Maimad Harsinai. We stood at Harsinai. We didn't sit. Yeah. Okay, fine. Here we go. Vahine. Try to get through this. But this was to be. Uh, you were giving the. Uh, well, first the five. Now I just lost my train of thought. Oh, the reason was why don't we do it every day? So it, was estab- it was established every three days. Right. So, so we shouldn't go three days. Right. We should only do the... But, but the point is, it's not just, out. hey, let's take out the Sefer Torah, we'll read a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a... That every three days, Hashem reveals to us a new manifestation of the giving of the Torah. Because otherwise it'd just be routine and we're not making it special. Well, if we did it every day. So, so the, uh, number one, it was it was a takana of Moshe Rabbeinu and Ezra Seifer, public public Torah reading. So there was it's a according to prophetic uh, instruction. Um, why was it done every three days? Because because Hashem saw that if we go three days without having a manifestation. We're gonna we're gonna run out of divine inspiration. But more than that, why is Shabbos only one day every every seven days? Let's make Shabbos every every other day. You could do that. I mean, you could sit at home and not work and drink wine, right? But it's not gonna be Shabbos. it's not gonna make it Shabbos, right? So to over here. If you, just because you took out a safer Torah, it's not, it's not going to make it a, a, a creation Torah. Okay. So, Vihine, Tarsha Deda, behold, one needs to know. Shemina Tikunim Agdolim, Shebeiru Hanevim, Li Yisrael. One of the great rectifications that the prophets 
made for the Jewish people. The reading of the Torah. This is different from the mitzvah that we all have of learning Torah. Yeah? This is in two different ways. Sefer Torah al Haseder ad Tumo to read the Sefer Torah little by little from beginning to the end. Now, by the way, no uh, interesting. Some people don't realize this. Um, the Rambam writes there was different minhagim. There was the minhag that we have today, which is to read the, the Torah to finish re- the reading every year. But the Rambam brings that there was another minhag to finish it every three years. You'd have three three weeks per portion. You can really learn the Parsha really well. Right? But, um, the obvious reason why our minute prevailed, the one that we do, is because you see how incredibly aligned, you know, it's like custom design, how the Parshios fall out with the, with the events throughout the course of the year. But nonetheless, the Takana itself was never at any particular pace. The Takana was... To read from the beginning, little by little, to the end, to cover the entire Sefer Torah. The Choser Khalila, and then you, afterwards you go back again and go in the circles. From the beginning. Al in the same way. That is one. Vashenis, and the second enactment that the prophets made for us is Krias Parshios Miyuchodos. Certain partials in certain specified times. Like we're about to have this Shabbos, Parshas Para. We're going to take out a, se- uh, a second Sefer Torah and we're going to read Parshas Para. That's a different thing than the reading of the Parshas Shabbat. What is this thing that they enacted first? Kihine. Sefer HaTorah Hu Klal Ma Shenimser Lanu Mimenu Yisborach this is what Hashem gave to us that we should read it. This, this is the entirety of everything. What? Sefer Torah itself. He's talking about both types of Torah. Yeah, yeah. Just Sefer Torah. Yeah. Shal Yedezeh Timoshech Lanu Ha'eroso Like again, he's clearly I'll explain to us in the past that there's a tremendous influence that comes in when we learn Torah. This is a different thing. Right? He's put it into a totally different chapter. This is that we are receiving a giving of the Torah. Now he is cross-referencing to back to the regular learning of Torah. Like we've mentioned back in the first portion of the and in this fourth portion, the Gamkein Derechasheni, me chapter part four, chapter two, Vehine lekabel haarazo bitmidus siknu sheni hogim bo b'makhalosenu. So they established that we should read it as a congregation. Right? What, what, that, that's, now he's pointing out a difference. It's a congregational reading. Bitmidus, and it has to be on a regular, uninterrupted way. We need an influx of Torah coming in. Allah Seder. Uh, from beginning to the end. In an organized way. Vezeh milvad hahigayon 
Haprati, this is besides each individual person's own learning, which is fit for every person. This is a public Torah giving. That's what we've been stressing, right? That's why, that's why specifically it's, it's, it's public, uh, it's a bechina of the Jewish people receiving the Torah instead of me individually receiving the Torah. Hakriya, Hatmidus, Hazos, according in, uh, it'll be through this constant, little by little, learning of the Torah on a public level. Masmid Bonu or will be constantly present within the Jewish people. This holiness, the Gam Basmanim Amiyuchadim, and besides that, on the, on the particular occasions, Kithinyanim, each one according to its own matter. Rui Shenikra Haparshos Hanogos Leinyan Haheim. Whatever is happening at the appropriate time, now we're. Going through the four parshiyos, starting from from Shkalim all the way to the parshiyos Hakodesh, in preparation for for Pesach. Lechazek ha'ara ha'aras ha'yamim ayedei koach That to enhance those particular days, there's an extra enhancement that those days are going to be getting. We take out an extra sefer Torah. We read an extra parsha. There's, a, there's an extra influx of the holiness of Torah coming in. And this is the most powerful, as he said before, the Torah itself is the most powerful vehicle we have. So by infusing the Jewish people with these extra levels of Kedusha, that is um, a very big rectification. Okay, so... Ad Khan, the eighth chapter, we have the ninth and final chapter left. Don't miss it.